everybody. Welcome to The Kelly O Show. I'm your host, Kelly Alexa. This show is dedicated to inspiring women of all ages to pursue excellence in mind, body, and business. After decades of playing small in my own life and staying in the comfort zone, a couple of years of massive chaos and drama in my personal and my professional life forever changed me for the better. Through some tough lessons, I evolved and I became a stronger and more confident version of myself, fearless and finally, unapologetically myself. I am now designing my life bigger and better than ever before. And most importantly, I'm designing a life on my terms that is full of joy and happiness. And I think that this is something that's been missing for so many women. They're either staying in the comfort zone like I was or they've got a life that looks pretty good on the outside, but it's missing real joy and health and happiness. And that is no bueno. I believe that the future is female. And every week this show is going to bring you incredible interviews and live shows that I hope is going to motivate you to take massive action in your life, to leave the comfort zone and go all in again, to pursue achieving excellence in mind, body, and in business. I hope you enjoy the show and let's dive in. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Kelly O Show. I am psyched to have you join me. This is episode five in my, what I'm calling my 10 episode mini, mini series on my top 10 biggest weight loss mistakes that I've made. Certainly most recently, but these are our mistakes I know so many of you women will relate to. And actually I I'm that is being reinforced every day because I have more of you that are private messaging me. And this makes me feel so good um, that I'm providing value for you because when I get messages from you going, oh my God, I'm listening to this podcast. This is so resonating with me. I'm not the only one. Or when when you say, I never thought about it that way. This is really going to help me change my mindset, makes my day. That's why I'm doing this, you know, because I want to help. So number one, I'm so glad to hear that you're loving the show. Please share it with your friends because I really do believe that the more we talk about a lot of this stuff and take away feeling embarrassed about some of the things that we do, um, the more we can understand, you know, it's, it's not that big of a deal. We all do these things and then we can get past them. You know, it's kind of like an alcoholic needs to admit they have a problem before they can fix it. We all need to start recognizing our issues and our bad habits before we can fix them, right? You got to call it out and let's make it easier to talk about. So anyway, um, for those of you, just to give you context, if you're stumbling on this episode and this is the first one you're listening to, first and foremost, you do not need to listen to these 10 episodes in the mini series in any order. These are just things that I realized like, and, and, and this is part two, I want to give you context for why I'm recording this. I hired, for those of you that don't know, I hired Alex Mazurko, who's a dear friend of mine. She's also somebody I interviewed about her year of healing her body from adrenal fatigue and getting past a lot of the health issues that I'm dealing with now. I interviewed her about a year ago on the show. Um, and that will be a really, really good interview for a lot of you to listen to. I will make sure I link up to that and several other episodes that are relevant in the show notes over at the So head on over there, make sure you're subscribed while you're there. But again, I hired Alex about six weeks ago. So I'm heading into my seventh week of working with her and 
I started to realize most of these habits or bad practices um, or missteps or, you know, just trends in my behavior after repeatedly turning in my check-ins. So we do check-ins with the level 10 coaching team. And for me with Alex in particular, every Monday you turn in your weight and, and your weight, you're, you've got a, a spreadsheet where you record your weight every day, your macros every day. Um, you record your measurements and then you give feedback every Monday on a lot of different areas. And you turn that in with your, your pictures, which is difficult when you're not liking where you are. But anyway, with each week after I hired Alex, I was like, what is wrong with you? You know, like the first two weeks, I hadn't taken time to read all the documents. So I didn't know he's supposed to be watching fiber and aiming for 30, 35 grams of fiber a day. So I was behind the eight ball on my nutrition. Then I wasn't really reaching my macros appropriately. I was hitting my caloric window, but I wasn't hitting my protein. And I wasn't hitting my carbs. I was going too high carbs, too low on protein. And I also wasn't letting getting my workouts in. I kept trying to find this perfect fit for when I could do my weight training now that I'm working for a different company instead of running my own business strictly like I have done in the past. So I was having all these issues. And the truth is, I, I was embarrassed. I was embarrassed that here I had made this huge commitment to hire a trainer and pay a trainer. And I'm not really being fully present. Um, it's kind of silly. And I, I made the commitment after week five of going, wow, this is embarrassing. I'm paying for a trainer and I'm turning in results that to me, they weren't bad. It wasn't like I was gaining weight, which is a good thing. Um, but I just was like, how can I expect to see anything happen when I'm not doing the thing that is the number one thing I wanted to do by hiring a trainer, which is doing things differently. Like if I'm half-assing it and not showing up and not doing all the work, how can I expect results? So it was a series of aha moments and also me having to take some time to go, okay, why am I not hitting my macros? Why am I not getting my meals right? You know, and the more I thought about this stuff, all of these issues and behavioral traits and thought processes that were holding me back came to my mind. I realized I need to make a change. And furthermore, it made me realize like, this is stuff that I've been doing for, for several years and I've got to get past it. I have definitely made the commitment. And for those of you that are too young to remember the show Seinfeld, maybe go on YouTube and Google this, um, or YouTube it, sorry, (laughs) but look up the episode where George Costanza took the opposite approach. Cause he had, he just was like, my life sucks. Nothing works out for me. And then they had this moment in the diner where he's like, I'm going to do everything the opposite. And that's my approach right now is like, and I, and I do challenge a lot of you women out there. If you are the women who respond to the polls that I put out on the Kelly O show Instagram all the time, and you say you're stuck at a weight loss plateau. You can't seem to lose weight. You feel like you've been dieting forever. No matter what you do, you can't lose that last 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 50, whatever it is. You can't lose it. You're stuck. If you're stuck, let me ask you, what are you doing differently right now than you than you were doing in January? What are you doing differently this year than you did two years ago? Because if you're making a lot of the same mistakes, if you're still doing all cardio and only running, how do you expect to really show muscle? If you are um, you know, not counting your calories, how do you know you're not eating too little or too much? 
you know, all of these things, we go on and on and on. So I do challenge you to think about the George Costanza approach. I definitely encourage you to listen to this entire series because I know that you will probably the vast majority of these will resonate with most of you. Um, And I think that if you can make the changes I'm making, you're going to see a remarkable difference in your future. I know we all will, and we're in this together. Um, I also do plan to, because a lot of what I'm talking about here is mindset. And in the last episode, I talked about getting rid of unrealistic timelines and how I'm focusing on doing the whole Adele thing. It's not hers alone, but I created a whole Facebook group. You guys probably heard me reference it early in the year, um, a year of you first. And I started it and we had a whole bunch of women join and then it kind of fizzled out because A, I didn't really see a lot of women participating. Um, This happens when you run a free group. And Yet I also, you know, had a lot of stuff going on. And then when COVID happened, I think we all dropped a whole lot of stuff that we started early in the year. So I am very likely going to fire that Facebook group up again. You can head on over there um, and request that you be added to the group. And I do plan on sharing parts of my day there just to be accountable and show you that I mean it, that I'm going to check in and share what I'm doing every day for a year. Um, and there, I put it on my podcast. So there you have it. You want to join my Facebook group, head on over to a yearreviewfirst.com. You should be able to get there and um, join on in. So let's get started. Today, we are talking about, and I just want to make sure I'm looking at my notes here to make sure I'm heading on the right thing. Yes. So last episode, we talked about not having short timelines, unrealistic timelines, always wanting to do things in four weeks or two weeks or three weeks or before a wedding, whatever. Today, we are going to be talking about when when we get into a fitness journey and we're focusing only, which of course this has been me up until just now, um, in working with Alex, we're only focused on weight loss and, and hitting our size goal or hitting our weight loss goal versus healing. And for those of you that are listening, some of you might be like, well, what the hell? Maybe I'm not sick. Maybe I don't have a disease. What are you talking about, Kelly? Here's what has become very clear to me. And I I want you to think about this. I'm not saying that all of you have the same issues that I do, but I do know a lot of you have shared with me your challenges. You've shared with me that you suspect you have hypothyroidism, you suspect you have adrenal issues, you suspect you are in perimenopause or menopause, or maybe you've already been through menopause. Please remember too, when we say those words, perimenopause, menopause, and postmenopause, here's the deal, ladies. That's not a label. Don't think about that as a label, okay? I'm 51 and I'm probably past menopause. I think most of you would look at me, I mean, it's it menopause used to be this thing where the women thought, well, just put me on a shelf, put me out to pasture, my life is over. I'm never gonna have sex again. I'm a dried up, shriveled up old person that nobody wants to look at or talk to or touch. That's not menopause anymore. And furthermore, um, sadly, because of what's all the toxins that are floating around our environment, our lifestyle, a lot of the foods that we're eating. Many, many, many women are experiencing disruption in hormones at a much younger age, and and that can sometimes result as well as women going into perimenopause in their 30s, um, 
I've had several women on this show who have been on bioidenticals in their 20s. So please don't think that when you hear certain phrases, oh, that's only, you know, for much later. A lot of you guys might have a lot of these hormone issues, hormone imbalances. And ultimately what I'm going to strongly recommend, and I will link this up in all of the show notes going forward, is getting your blood work done. If you have not gotten comprehensive blood work done yet, that is the first baseline you should be doing. And then of course, taking that blood work to an integrative medicine doctor, somebody who can interpret that that blood work, getting you on a protocol to start balancing out your hormones, addressing your issues that might be related to cortisol or adrenal, et cetera. And we are working up a package um, with my recommended uh, blood work provider, Ulta Labs. So they're going to have a special package that we're going to make up for all of you guys that is hormone and um, thyroid related. So stay tuned. Hopefully I'll be able to to link that up in the show notes as well. So again, let's talk about healing and why this is relevant to your weight loss journey. Like why do we need to be focusing on healing just as much as weight loss? Because for the vast majority of you tuning into this show and probably the vast majority of you tuning into this mini mini series in particular, you've hit a wall, you're stuck, you've been at a plateau for a long time and you know there's something wrong. Something deep inside of you is saying something is off with me. Something is not working. Um, I, I, I shouldn't be having these problems. If I'm eating as healthy as I am, if I'm staying active, like it shouldn't be that I can't lose weight. How many of you have said that? Cause I certainly have said it, you know, the number of times that I've said something similar to somebody along these lines of how can I possibly eat any healthier? I work out all the time. I take supplements. I'm on bioidenticals. And yet I am perpetually frozen in time. If that's you, it's it's time to really recognize and understand that there's something underneath the hood, if you will, in your body that is not well, that is not in optimal. It's like a car. I use this analogy a lot, and hopefully it doesn't offend anybody, but you know, it's like I used under the hood, right? And and now I'm going to use the car analogy again. But um, it's like a car that won't start. You know, when your hormones are jacked and you've got cortisol issues and adrenal issues and all of these things going on, and they're not, you know, f- your your brain is not working with your. Um, and of course, I'm I'm not I'm trying to go by memory with everything I'm learning, but. Not like not everything is firing on the right cylinders. And I'm not going to try to articulate because I'm not the expert in these areas because I'm reading like a lot of books all at once. (laughs) So for me to try to summarize this will make me sound really silly. But ultimately, here's the deal. When your hormones aren't working right, everything else is affected. And Alex Mazurko, who's my trainer and my friend, you know, she has said it best on her channel. She said it, said it best when she's talking to me. And she probably said it in our interview. Um, but it really hasn't struck me until recently. I've heard her say, and I've certainly read this in other books as well. You know, you've got to get your body healthy and working right before you can expect your body to respond to typical weight loss and diet. Like in other words, it, 
the things that normally work for a regular person, and a regular person doesn't mean an infit person. I just mean like somebody who doesn't have like say incredibly low testosterone and really jacked cortisol, like high, high cortisol or low, low cortisol or adrenal fatigue or any combination of these things. If you have that or really high estrogen or really low estrogen or all of these things, they all work together. And what that means is, you know, when I had my last consult with Dr. Sebring and he was looking at my T3 was very, very, very low. And my cortisol, very, very, he's like, Kelly, nothing in, in your body is going to function right until we get this under control. We've got to get your cortisol right. We've got to get this other stuff working. And I've heard him say that before, but I don't know why work ever since I hired Alex, it's really, really hit me. Like, because I kept looking back at my own personal experience You know, I looked back at the fact that I saw a neurologist the end of January after being sick with migraines, chronic migraines for the better part of six to seven months. That's not an exaggeration, you guys. Ask my man. I literally could not work, could not work out, couldn't function for the better part of six to seven months. I mean, most of my days, I mean, my business just took a nosedive. I just literally... People got used to the fact that I would try to schedule a meeting and every week I would reschedule because I'm like, I'm sick. I have another migraine. I'm sorry. Personal relationship, not personal relationships, personal meetings. Like if I was meeting a girlfriend for lunch or whatever, I'd be like, I have to reschedule. I'm sick again. I'm sick again. Every day Steve would come home and, and I would be mortified to tell him I've been on the couch most of the afternoon. I mean, it, that was my story from like June of 2019 to, to January of 2020. I finally got better, saw a neurologist, was able to start working out about the second week in February. I had to really be slow working out and, and easing my way back in because I'm on medication that lowers my blood pressure a lot. My heart rate does not get up high. So I worked my way back up, got into a groove, was counting my calories, focusing on caloric deficit. But here's the deal, you guys. Why did I end up hiring Alex? So we're in August. I hired Alex like probably the second week of July. So February, March, April, May, and June. That's five months that I was dieting in a caloric deficit, working out, you know, and granted there was some time there where I was building back up, but that's five months of zero progress. Now, did I make some progress? Yes. Did I lose some weight? I I wasn't weighing myself, but I absolutely felt that my clothes started to fit better. My man noticed, you know, he would say, I can tell you're losing weight. You look great. You look the best you have in several years. So I did make some progress, but here's the deal. When I did start getting on the scale for Alex, you know, I was pretty much the same weight I was before I started the HCG diet um, with Dr. Sebring like two years ago. Interestingly enough, when I did the HCG diet, I had a substantial change in body composition and I did work out throughout the whole time. But by the end of that, even though I'd gone down like a whole size and I really looked remarkably different and I was so encouraged, the weight on the scale only changed two pounds. So it's, I've been kind of stuck at this place for a while. And if you guys who follow me, if you think about it, think about 
how much I take my vitamins, my supplements, how healthy I eat, how, my dedication to working out. If all those things aren't working, and and for those of you who are going to say, well, Kelly, I don't really think you need to lose as much weight as you do. Please know I'm not one of those people who's trying to be skinny and and really, 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 thin, really, really lean and, and super, super skinny, like model skinny. I have no desire to be there. I guarantee you, if you were standing here, you know, sometimes I feel like even though I don't filter myself and adjust myself and Photoshop myself on social media, there are sometimes I put a picture up and I'm like, I do I look like that? I, I think there's maybe certain angles that I, and probably too with clothes, you know, if you're wearing clothes, I think most people, if they met me, would not think she needs to lose weight. I'm the one who is able to compare me right now to the me a year to a year and a half ago, where my arms were so much more ripped. Now I have more fat on my arms. I can compare myself to a year, year and a half ago, whenever it was. And what, what I'm a size up, you know, where that time I was going down in, in sizes and the sizes that I'm wearing now were, were really baggy on me. Um, so I know the difference. I also know that I am, you know, I've shared this publicly before. It took me a while to get comfortable saying that, but I'm 20 pounds over my ideal weight. And I have been stuck here for a long time. Now, the reason that I'm, I'm going into such like detail about this is not because it excites me. It horrifies me to share this stuff with you. But I'm over being embarrassed about it because I now know it's not that I'm making excuses. I'm not about making excuses. I now know, okay, there's something in my body that's not firing right that I need to heal and fix before all of these methods that work for other people are going to work for me. Like clearly just diet and exercise doesn't work for this body. And that pains me to say so because you guys have heard me say on the show, oh, guess what? When I, you know, like when I first heard about Jordan Syatt, I was the one on the show telling everybody, oh, all of this time I've been blaming my hypothyroidism. I've been blaming this when truthfully I've probably been eating too much. Well, guess what? Maybe I was eating too much, but the bottom line is when I was at a caloric deficit number of 1600, it did not make me lose weight. I am now in a reverse diet with Alex at, and I'm consuming closer to 2000 calories a day. We've cut out the cardio. I do no cardio other than just, you know, low intensity, steady state walking. I, I aim for 10,000 steps a day, if not more, maybe a little bit more. And I do heavy weight training and I haven't gained weight. Now I haven't generally lost weight. The the scale over this first six week is trending slightly down, slowly down. But, you know, I don't want to say, oh, I've lost five pounds. Like, no, that hasn't happened. But that's also not typical of the way my body loses weight. I wouldn't expect it. So it is, I am very encouraged, but I will tell you that as hard as it is for my brain to let me, well, let me be real. My brain still wants to be able to say, wow, I hope a month from now I will be down five pounds. I'm just keeping it real. I absolutely hope that. I absolutely hope that as I really make an impact the next five weeks, I told you guys like my first five weeks sucked. I want my next five weeks to be great. I absolutely hope I'll be down five pounds. But if I'm not and I'm healing and my body composition is still changing, that's good. 
I know that there's some healing, some serious healing that needs to go on with my gut and my hormones. I've got to take fixing my cortisol situation a lot more seriously and proactively because you know what, guys and gals, I am tired. I am sick and tired of being this machine that's not fully functioning and having to go, well, you know, it's another year of me busting my tail and focusing on eating right. And I'm still in the same place. I will not let that happen. I have, I know too much. I have all the resources. I have an amazing trainer. I am going to do whatever it takes, but as much as I'm focused on the work, as much as I'm focused on a long-term timeline, as much as I'm focused on believing that I'm going to hit my goal, and I truly do. You know, Steve and I are planning on going to Miami for a couple of weeks for our first honeymoon um, the week after Christmas, and then we're going to go plan, you know, a faraway trip for next year. Um, but I plan to feel damn comfortable in my bikini again. I think four and a half months from now, that's okay for me to plan that. But it might be that maybe by that time, I've only lost 10 pounds. Maybe I will not have lost the whole 20. I'm okay with that. Um, would I prefer to lose the whole 20? Freaking hell yes, I would. But I'm not going to do that to myself anymore. I know that there is something so seriously wrong that needs to be, you know, I need to treat myself like a patient. Like I need to be patient with myself. I need to treat myself like a patient who needs healing. And that's what you guys need to do. And what I need to do is we need to, you know, step outside of ourselves and think about how would we treat our best friend if we knew that our best friend was going to come stay with us for four or five months and that they were, you know, very ill they had some whatever. Think of any disease that you can think of, or you know that they were just very, very ill. They just had pneumonia. They were recovering. Would you push that person to get up and go on a 12-mile run every morning? Would you put that person on an extreme diet of you know chicken, plain chicken and broccoli and nothing else and say, no, you can't have fun. You can't have a drink. You can't relax. You can't have a cookie. Would you do that to that person when you knew they were weak and and probably malnourished and had been extreme dieting for a lot and they needed to build up strength and energy and endurance again? No. Think about how you would treat that person that you care about. And that's how you need to treat yourself. That's what I'm focusing on with myself. Every time I start to get down on myself for how when I measure my waistline, like, and the fact that I'm wearing a size a pair of jeans that's an inch or two bigger than the pair of jeans I was wearing um you know 2 years ago when I was really crushing my results I have to remind myself look at what you've been through 7 months of chronic migraines and before that the year before that you were working with a dietitian who fattened you up like Hansel and Gretel you were in like the worst shape of your life uh, not of my life but close Like I've been through a whole lot of hell the past two years from a health perspective. It embarrasses me a little bit to say that because I feel like I've had so much drama the past five years in my health journey, but guess what? I can fix it. I'm with the person that's going to get me through it. I have a great doctor. I'm surrounded by experts on this show um, and I have all the confidence in the world. So I hope that this show 
helped you see things that way because I know so many of you who tune into the show, who follow me on the Instagram um, for the Kelly O show and my personal channel, you're suffering from a lot of the same things as me. For those of you who are and who haven't gotten your blood work done yet, please click on the link for Ulta Labs over at the Kelly O Show. Um, we should have some special packages for my followers over there. Please, 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 you owe it to yourself. Get yourself some comprehensive blood work done. Because I assure you, even, even before you see a doctor who can help you make sense of all of it, because it is a complicated web, um, so many doctors now, number one, are taking telemedicine visits. It doesn't make it any cheaper, okay? Most integrative medicine doctors, a lot of your typical insurance is not going to cover it anyway. So here's the deal. Like, you can probably see an integrative medicine doctor and have him look at your blood work and be potentially treated long distance, if you don't have somebody in your own area. But once you get that blood work, most blood work will come with some level of explanation. So if you, like in other words, once you know what your your TSH levels are, your T3 levels are, your cortisol, your um, hemoglobin, all these different things, not only will there be some explanation in the blood work, but you can do some Googling. I'm not saying self-diagnose, but you'll be able to see like, what does it mean? And you'll, you'll, you'll be able to, to get some interpretation of like, wow, look at where I am. Stop avoiding it. Stop being these, these women that I talk to where I'm like, how long have you been having these problems? 10 years, 10 years, I've been a hundred pounds overweight. Why are you not getting blood work done? I don't know. I just, you know, I haven't had sex. You know, these women talk about not having sex with their significant other for like the past eight or nine years. They have no libido, no desire. Their husband doesn't want them. They're 50 to 100 pounds overweight. They have hot flashes. They can't sleep and they're not doing anything about it. Let's wake up and do something about it, okay? Pass this episode on to everybody you know that needs to hear this. Make sure you listen to all the rest of the top 10 weight loss mistakes in this series, because I know it's going to hit the jackpot for all of you or for many of you. Make sure you're subscribed. If you're digging this too, you guys know I'm going to ask. Please, 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 please leave a review on iTunes. That really helps the show get seen and heard by more people. And it means the world to me. And keep reaching out and letting me know what resonates with you. What can I talk more about on? What questions can I answer in the future? I had two people reach out to me today and say, please do a show on supplements. Tell us what supplements to take. I'm doing a show on it. I'm going to get experts on the show. So stay tuned. There's good stuff coming after this 10 episode miniseries. I've got guests coming back on the show. The interviews will commence again. But it will always now be going forward a mix of 50% Kelly O solo shows and 50% interviews. Bam to the bam, bam, bam. You guys have a great rest of the day. I'll see you next time on The Kelly O Show.